Oh my God, you guys. I have so much to tell you. I have so much to, you got, you don't even, hold on. Okay, I have my caffeine. I have my my water. I'm going to, I you guys, when I tell, I, I'm going to talk about this. I wish the weekly niched episode had not happened yet. And yes, full disclosure, we're missing episodes. Some never came out. I want you to know starting next week, we have fixed our server and we're moving to a new server as of like next week. So just so you all know, I know there's episodes missing. I know there's daily episodes you just didn't get. And um, it, it was literally a server issue. Like there's nothing I could do about it. So starting next week, we fixed it. But for today, I'm just giving you a daily episode. But you guys, I mean, when I tell you last night was literally one of the most bizarre nights of my entire life my entire life and when I tell you when I tell you I I'm gonna get into it on next week's niche episode because the daily episode is not a place for it but let me just say to you I have the audacity of some of these men out there I I I am literally floored I am I am I mean don't get me wrong at least you can still shock me you still have the shock factor you guys you're clearly doing well you know clap for that good job good job I am I, I I am in shock I have spent all morning texting every person I know I woke up at an ungodly hour to incredibly disturbing information and I will share it on next week's episode on the the Wednesday episode because I am at no words I have no words as to what is happening honestly like absolutely zero zero nothing I, I am I'm not even a th- I'm like in shock like I, the reason I'm not speaking I'm in shock like I really am anyway I'm gonna get into it on next week's episode because the daily pod is not the place for it but let's just say a man was involved and all I have to say is what what if you're listening to this sweetheart which I'm sure you are because we every person who has attempted to date me decides that the best thing they should do after we no longer speak is listen to my podcast. And how do I know that? My analytics. How do I know that from my analytics? I've said this a million times. I can see where you're listening to it from. I can see the address. Like, not so bright. Right? Anyway. I can't wait for next week's. I'm so excited. I almost want to do a bonus episode this weekend. But... I do too many podcasts to start with. So that I, you know what? I, I might end up doing a bonus episode. I might. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I might. I might actually bring my therapist on the podcast. Just kidding. Don't have a therapist. The last one is no longer with us. So like I can't, I'm like too scared to get another therapist. Anyway, welcome to today's episode. You guys, today's a mix of news from this week because I don't know which daily episodes honestly came out and which ones didn't. Um, I'm about to have a very busy two weeks, so I wanted to, like, get all the old news out before we embark on the new news. Okay, I want to start off with 
First of all, did anybody watch the Vanderpump, Vanderpump, Vanderpump rules season first episode? Oh my gosh, my co-host has come to see us. Don't hit the record button. She just loves studio equipment. I don't know what it is about. Come on. Sit down. You want to talk? You do. Okay, we'll get you your own mic. Karma has been very hurt by the actions of said man this morning. She was beside herself. It's okay, Karma. We all get rejected sometimes, sweet pea. Can you sit down, though? Because mommy mommy can't talk about Vanderpump rules while you do this. Okay, but you need to sit down. She's the sweetest creature, but she does need to sit down. She takes a while to find her spot on my lap, which is where she podcasts from as the podcast co-host. Okay, good job, honey. We're, we're living large, babe. All right. Okay, so... Did you watch the Vanderpump Rules season? I keep wanting to say season finale, and that's not right. First, the first episode. I thought it was really good. I thought if you aren't a, a Vanderpump Rules person, and I know a lot of you listen from not in America, I know it's hard to watch outside of the the U.S. I know it's it's a it's a process of figuring out which platform it's on, and I know like certain websites are like you can't access them because of your region. It's so annoying. I don't know if VPNs are still allowed, but honestly, if I lived in a country where like um, certain like streaming platforms were restricted, like in Australia, they're not that restricted. We can get a lot of the ones you get in the US, but other countries, I know it's very difficult. Like I have a friend in Europe, but she can't get anything. Like she's, she's, she's a mess over there. <laughs> she, yeah, I'm talking about a TV show. It's like, if it's not on Netflix, then I don't, I've never seen it. Like, then I can't help you. So anyway, no, what I was saying was is uh, the Vanderpump Rules first episode, really good. I thought it set it up really solidly. And I think the producing is better and the editing is better this season. I think they're prepared to be seen by a lot of people and they're on their A game from what I can tell. Like, because it is basically, it's not scripted, but it's very heavily orchestrated and like, that's fine. I'm just saying like it's it's very much a situation of, you know, they can orchestrate whatever they want based on last season to get views. And so they're they're doing it very well. Like if you watched it, there's a scene where Lala love Lala. Like if there is one cast member I could meet and be like, you're awesome. It would be Lala. Or honestly, I really like James's new girlfriend, Allie. She reminds me a lot of my best friend and I really like her, too. Um, those are my two favorites. And honestly, good for Allie. Like Allie is this like, I don't even know what she does, but she, she's really cool. Like if you watch it and she's not really a proper cast member, I don't think. I think she's, if it was a TV show, she'd be like a supporting, like a supporting cast member. Like she's not even part of the ensemble. She's like a supporting character, but, um, she's great. Like, I really like her. I think she stands for what she thinks. And I think she, I don't know if she and James are going to last forever, but I think if James was going to last forever with anyone, it would probably be her because she's so calm and calls him out on his SHIT. Don't worry. We're going to start swearing very soon. Um, anyway, karma, no, please don't type things on the computer. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Anyway, uh, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Again, I, I will preach this until the cows come home. If you want a show to binge, you've got to start with karma. Ma'am, you're disturbing the people. 
Oh, she needed a better spot. She's so cute. Karma Cornelia. Okay. She's purring. You're going to be able to hear this in the mic. Can you hear it? Karma, stop having such a good time. Stop it. You're messing with the sound quality. It's already been a big mess this week. Okay. I apologize if you just hear purring in the background. My my co-host is just like a little too happy today. She's she's maybe borderline high. We don't know. I didn't give her any catnip, but you never know. She does have a toy that I have not been able to find. So and that is that is catnip quality stuff. Let me tell you that. Anyway, if you haven't wa- if you have if you want something to binge, I highly recommend season one Vanderpump Rules. I might start it from the beginning this weekend. I mean, it's such a vibe. It's so fun. If you haven't done it, do it. Okay. Speaking in the Bravo space, I know I talk a lot about Bravo. I just talk about the things that I find interesting and that I enjoy. Like, so let me know if I talk about things you hate and I'll stop doing it, I guess. Well, probably not, but you know, at least I like to hear your opinions. Okay. Kyle Richards. So, you know, she's on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She's the only OG left to my knowledge. And page six put out this thing where they were like, um, she deleted all of her pictures of her like alleged love interest, which honestly I don't believe is true. I think like these headlines ran with it. I don't believe it's true. They like basically were implying that because Kyle and her husband have very openly said like we're not doing great right now. We're we're going through sort of a trial separation from my understanding. Don't quote me on that. I'm not stating that as fact. But some type of difficult time. And they've been very open about that, which honestly, kudos to them. Like, that's very hard to do. You know, it would be a lot easier to keep it to yourself. So, like, they really have been incredibly, I mean, I think Kyle more than her husband. But, like, I think, she, you know, she's handled herself very well in a very difficult situation. And she has a lot of kids. So, anyway, um, basically, she wiped any and all pictures of Morgan Wade from her Instagram apart from one which was to do with um an event that was held for her best friend who passed away so it was like she she really erased her and then the paparazzi caught up to her and I don't know if it was TMZ it was one of the big guys and they were like why did you do it because then Morgan Wade also Morgan Wade also who's she's a country singer okay also erased her entire Instagram or a lot of her pictures so it was just like what's going on and then Kyle's response was something along the lines of she has new music coming out you know she has new stuff coming out it's very normal for artists to do that but I don't understand why she erased I mean maybe Morgan just asked her to but like I don't know why she erased all the pictures of Morgan off her Instagram I don't think they had a falling out but I do think maybe she wanted to like she might have wanted separation of like state and house like she was like let's just like give this some distance but maybe in doing so she didn't think that people would notice that she just slowly started erasing pictures from her Instagram I won't lie I think that's why you never post pictures of someone unless you're married to them and even then it's touch and go I think like 10 year married you can post them because otherwise you're just going through you're deleting them like I've got a friend who's like she has to go through and delete pictures of it Right now, she's like, delete, 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 erase, erase. And it's like, we don't need, why bother? Just don't do it in the first place. 
that's where I'm at. Anyway, my take on it is that it's nothing serious. I think they're still friends. I think it has everything to do with what Kyle stated it did when she was caught by the paparazzi. And I think it was just like a publicity move for her music, which honestly, I don't know how big Morgan Wade is. Like I have absolutely no understanding. She is not someone that is marketed to me on social media. So before The Real Housewives, I had no clue who she was. However, I do know she is a popular like I'm not saying she isn't I'm just saying I've never known her so I actually think if I've never known her before the Real Housewives and her association with Kyle then there's got to be a lot of new listeners to her because of that exposure so honestly as an artist that's very hard to do and good for her like this was good for her career I think at the end of the day because no one's ever mad at the musician (laughs) for for being in some type of like supposed love situation or or public relationship even if it's just a friendship no one has ever criticized the musician for that unless you're taylor swift and you get blamed for everything and honestly that poor girl she needs to stop being blamed for so much stuff i the amount of stuff that's coming across my tiktok right now okay which brings to me which brings up like the thing i don't even have on my list to discuss today but um ugm it's a it's a record company removed all their artists songs off of uh tiktok they're they tiktok and ugm are trying to come to an agreement and everyone is super pissed i mean you have to understand this affects so many people because they're a smaller artist signed to this big record label you know and this is when it just it really does pay my co-host just left me it really does pay sometimes to be a smaller independent artist not smaller sorry I take that back an independent artist because you aren't owned your music isn't owned and moved around by a big record company you are in charge of it so like you hear I'm like seeing all these so like people like Ariana Grande Taylor Swift all their music is being wiped off of TikTok slowly but surely and they're coming for the sounds that aren't like through the artist they're coming for the sounds every single sound that is slightly associated with that artist they're slowly but surely reporting them and getting them taken down and so like so many people's TikToks are now muted and it's honestly hilarious I mean and this isn't just two artists this is a plethora of artists this is happening to and it's happening to artists who have music coming out who aren't who really rely on TikTok to get streams to their music you know it's the music world is interesting because it doesn't work necessarily in terms of money it works in terms of numbers that are associated with downloads and streams right So like when your songs are downloaded a certain amount of times, like that matters to a record label because it defines your popularity essentially. So they're looking at that when they're making decisions about when you can put out a single, when you can put out an album, when you can put out A, B, C, D, E, F, G, I gotta go. Like whatever it is, they have final say. So it is interesting, like some smaller artists who are still a big deal, like watching, like um, who was one, Dean Lewis, he has a beautiful voice and he is he his music was affected by this and he talked about it and he was like I have a new song coming out and we can't play it so that's awkward and you know what it is awkward but at the end of the day 
you have to hope that UGM is doing it so their artists get paid. Look, there's so many sounds used with the artist's voices that have been edited and that the the artist doesn't get credit for. And I think that's the messed up part about TikTok with sounds. And I totally am in agreement that there should be a system in place that allows that artist to to receive some form of stream or download as quoted by that. Like, I, I don't know how that works. I actually don't know what UGM is fighting for. Um, I, that got lost in the sauce for me. But I hope whatever it is kind of has the same, you know, initiative as the strike I was on last year for the Actors Union. Like, you know, we had clear goals because we had not been being compensated correctly and treated correctly. And, you know, it was it had a purpose like it was annoying but it had a purpose like we had a strong purpose and so same with the writers guild and um you've got to hope that UGM is doing it for similar reasons and not a money grab but a lot to do with their artists so I mean we'll see I know for sure this will not last long they will come to some kind of agreement because when I tell you as much as UGM might be fighting for something, they make so much money and attention and and popularity and news off of TikTok for musicians. It's one of the main way musicians get famous now. It, that's it. like I couldn't I could name ten musicians who have who are famous today who started on TikTok. Like that's how powerful that app, especially used to be with musicians. Like it can push you into fame especially in the music space so I think it's very hard it's incredibly difficult it's very hard and it's never consistent but once you're up there you're up there and once you have like a hit you have a hit um so I you know I hope I hope it works out and I hope it's resolved and I hope they can come to an agreement okay you guys this is a weird topic for me to talk about but there's a movie that just came out called Argyle okay and it was destroyed in the media. You know what's funny? I only found out about it because one of the Bravo celebrities, actually the one I talked about, La La Ken, she did a like ad for it, like a sponsored thing for it. And it was funny. It was like a bit. It was like a bit. It was a skit. It was good. But that's the only reason I know it existed. So like their marketing was terrible, which is hilarious because the two I'm going to read this to you. OK, the two hundred million dollar movie. Matthew Vaughn spy flick starring Dua Lipa, Bryce Dallas Howard and Henry Cavill branded one of the worst movies ever made in brutal reviews. That's from the Daily Mail. Apparently, this was a very highly anticipated, obviously big budget film, like 200 million. Just so we're all cl- that's a big budget for a film these days. Massive, especially when movies don't tend to have that much revenue return anymore with less people going to the cinema. That's why when Barbie did so well and then it was snubbed at the Oscars, especially director wise. And we're going to get into that in a second it was a huge deal. Like it was a massive deal. Like you have to look at the Golden Globes, like based on how well Taylor's movie did, which was just the era's tour movie, they had to essentially, and I'm not saying they did do this, but from outside perspective, it does look like they made a whole new category for that 
for, you know, box office performance. And they didn't have it because nothing was performing while there. Okay, like things in the Marvel space will always do well, you know, opening weekend. Things, you know, in the, I was about to say the Star Wars space, whatever that is, okay, they will always do well. But besides that, like, movies aren't making at the box office what they used to, okay? People stay at home, rent them at home, and people want to binge things. And this is TikTok world. Our attention spans are different. It just doesn't work like that anymore. So the fact that people were investing $200 million in this movie really felt like this would be, I think, the next big hit. Also, I watched um, some clips of it. It's a very specific style. Like, it's a very, it's an action movie, but it's very... um, it's 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 not realistic it has a different feel of realism it's it's um got like a touch of magic to it in terms of just like especially when you're watching stunts and stuff like it's not like oh my god they're gonna fall it's like you're never worried about it because it's done in such a way that kind of implies superpowers almost so like they're they're mixing I think a lot of themes with the movie and the genre and it, it it's I can see how it wouldn't be a hit, but I've never, I haven't seen it, so I can't give you my opinion. And I'm not going to spend money going to watch it at the cinema. Maybe I will, but I probably won't. It was designed to kick start a blockbuster new spy series, and it has been just completely destroyed by film critics, meaning that basically they probably were thinking this would be one of many films, and this would be like the new hot series of films. Um... Or it means they were trying to make a TV show out of it, but I highly doubt it. One review branded it the worst movie ever made. That's really unfortunate because you have such a high commanding cast. Okay, so it was an, it's actually an Apple original film, you guys. So that's really interesting. That's really interesting. And it was based on a recently published book of the same name and follows an introverted spy like... It's a whole world of like espionage and plots. Anyway, there was a there was like a rumor that Taylor Swift wrote this book. And I just have to say, like Bryce Dallas Howard, like publicly went out there and was like, no, 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 no. But I don't know why they got like so obsessed with the idea that Taylor Swift wrote this. She doesn't have time to write like, no, she did not write this. She might have written some other stuff you don't know about, but she did not write this. Also, by the sounds of things, she wouldn't have wanted to like not sound. Anyway, it completely tanked and got some scathing reviews. And sometimes I do wonder if like the reviews are just like a whole conspiracy theory. <laughs> I'm like, who, who, who do we trust to review things these days? TikTok. That's the answer. Okay, moving on. You guys, something I saw in the media, which I found really interesting, was like the one specific woman who has been just been torn down and I got an opinion of multiple men one of which completely and utterly blew up my morning but I got the opinion of multiple men on this because I wanted like someone who was interested in sports and unfortunately for me that's men in my life um to give me their take on Brittany Mahomes if you don't know who Brittany Mahomes is she is the wife of Patrick Mahomes and he is on the Chiefs who are going to the Super Bowl their football team right Also on the same team is Travis Kelsey, who was Taylor Swift's love interest. (laughs) Boyfriend. Okay, so Brittany Mahomes has been, like, 
heavily slandered in the media. And I've been watching. I'm like, I don't get it. And she has become very close with Taylor. She's been on a bunch of dinners with her. She's been in the the box with her at the games. Like they are clearly friends now, which I think is great. I think Britney seems like a decent human being. I think she is a normal human being. I think she has a bit of sass to her. I think she has kids. I think she's in the public eye. I think she gave up a lot of her career ambitions to help her husband. I think she, that one could be wrong, but that's just my perspective. And I think she, I don't see anything wrong with her. I do know from what these, these guy friends told me that there was a lot of controversy about her spraying at a game, a bunch. I I don't know if they won the Super Bowl. I don't know. Cause they, the Chiefs have won the Super Bowl before. I don't know if it was at that where she sprayed champagne, but she like sprayed it out of the box onto the crowd and it was cold. And why the hell would she spray strangers with champagne? But there was also the story that like, no, they asked her to like, so, and I never think that someone would deliberately be that obnoxious to do it on purpose. I think if she did do it, she wasn't thinking she was so excited. And like, you know, like she, I am not getting malintent from this woman. And like the media is determined to like brand her as just like the worst things. And I'm like, why? First of all, she's so cute. She's so trendy. She's so fun. And there was this video that came out after the last game the Chiefs had where which has gone viral on the Internet, where it's like her walking out with Patrick after the game. And they're like in the underground thing where everyone moves around. And there's like press down there and there's people watching. And to one of the employees that works there, she simply says, where are we going now? Like she had to walk away from Patrick because he clearly had to go do his thing. And she was just like, where, where are we going now? And the, the internet went insane, like implying that she was being horrible to this person. Like I watched the video. She was fine. Like, what are you doing? I don't understand this thing we have about like, if we did the, if we did two men as the media, what the media does to women, you guys would be crying 24-7. You would be branded the emotional gender. I am telling you, if you had to experience the slander, the name calling, the body shaming, the just just the body commenting, like anything, if you had to experience anything anything that women have to experience in the media, you would cry nonstop all day, every day. You really would. I'm telling you, you would. So back off or we're going to make you cry is what I'm saying. Oh my God. Sorry. I had a flashback of what happened to me this morning. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, I'm sorry, Brittany, you're a legend. Don't listen to anyone else. Not that you're listening to this, but like, Mm -mm. I don't stand for that kind of nonsense. And also you're my best friend's best friend. So like I totally understand. Okay, moving on. You know, I said I would talk about Barbie. Okay, so Margot finally spoke, Margot Robbie, Barbie, finally spoke out about her um, Oscar situation. All right. And she said there is no way to feel sad when you know you're this blessed. Gratitude with an attitude. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. She was at, she was doing a SAG after screening. She was at like some, you do Q and A's. I've gone to a lot of them. Like, um, they, they just do like a Q and A and yeah, she was super, um, gracious and had a great attitude about it. 
but she did say obviously when referring to she thought Greta should be nominated as an actress because uh, as an actress as a director and said what she did is a once in a career what she did is a once in a career once in a lifetime thing and I have to agree if you're going like Greta Gerwig deserved to be nominated for Barbie as best director she just did she just did. And that was a snub by the Oscars. I don't know if it has anything to do with the fact that she was a woman and it was for a movie called Barbie. But I'm sorry, we nominated Ryan Gosling. I think we can nominate the woman who directed Ryan Gosling. Like, are you kidding? A little ASMR for you. My latte. I'm going to have a hit. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know what this latte is because they got my order wrong. I have absolutely, it has my name on it, so I know it's mine, but. It tastes like pumpkin pie. <laughs> and I hate pumpkin pie. But we're just going with it. Placebo effect. Anyway, you guys, that's today's episode. Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna get real with you about some stuff. Here's my situation. I have been going back and forth on whether or not the daily episodes are working, whether or not the daily episode content is something we're all loving. So I'm going to maintain it for a bit longer. I did come up with some other ideas and I'm not someone who likes to be inconsistent with you guys. However, I don't want to be putting out content that people aren't enjoying. So if you are someone who is enjoying the daily pods, like you do like the content I cover, I haven't considered canceling the daily pods, you understand. I have considered changing the content of the daily pods, if that makes sense. And I have considered it looking like something different. I enjoy it. I like it. However, it is up to you guys. And I would love it if you wrote in and let me know. Even if you write in the reviews or send me an email, the email, I read everything. It's me. Um, The email is in the box below this. Um, And I would love to hear your thoughts if the daily pods are something you're interested in or if you really don't care about them. I would like to know. It won't hurt my feelings. I just would genuinely like to know. Obviously, like I can see the numbers, but you have to remember like it is a thing of like I don't want to continue producing content that people don't want to hear from me because I did come up with multiple different ideas about what daily pods could look like. And I have some really good running contenders, but if you like what I do right now, I don't want to change that. I love doing the run from men um, segments with you too. We just don't have one for today because I talked so long. (laughs) I like to talk. Anyway, I hope you guys have a beautiful weekend. Please, if you could hit five stars, if you haven't given me a review, I would love a review. Give me a review. Write down your favorite recipe. Write down your deepest, darkest thoughts. Or tell me about the guy who dumped you this morning. That's an insight into next week's episode. Anyway, I love you all. As always, don't do anything I wouldn't do. But that gives you a lot of wiggle room. Okay, have a fun weekend. Be safe. I love you. Bye.